Hi, everybody. I'm Gus Johnson along with the governor. He says he got all his jeans from his mom. From his mom. A lot of nylon. A lot of excitement in the air. Yes. And we're ready for college basketball. College basketball. Oh, oh. Gus. Oh, he's got onions. Gus. He's got onions. All right, Big East Barroom fans, we are lucky enough to be joined by first team, all Big East player, Sule Boom. Sule, how are you doing today, sir? Hey, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. How y'all doing? Good now. Doing very well. Thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. Love it's all good. It's all good. And, you know, I would have liked to say unanimous. You taking that personally? That's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm I, I wonder, man. I don't know. I, don't, I wonder who didn't who didn't get give me the nod, but it's all good though. One coach, um, you know, his pen ran out of ink or something. Yeah, I don't know. Man. I don't know. I don't know. But hopefully, we don't run into him because they they gonna get it. <laughs> Is it almost nice to have a little like motivation there and like, or you don't you probably don't need it, right? Yeah. Now, I mean, I feel like that's how it's always been for me. You know what I'm saying? So I mean. I always play with that chip on my shoulder and all, all that. So that's just that's just another thing that just got add on to that pile, really. So, I mean, you talk about adding on to a pile, though, man. Like you've just you've come into the Big East. It's your first year here, and you've just you've been fantastic. And uh, you know you're what everybody's talking about, and, and you're one of the biggest celebrities in the conference right now. Um, but we feel like we don't really know you, so we want to take some time to to get to know Sule Boom. You know where you come from. Does yeah. that work for you? Yeah, yeah, it's all good. So you're from Oakland, California, and played at Oakland Tech. Three-time Oakland Athletic Player of the Year, is that right? Yep, three times, yep. And one of the things that jumped out when I was looking through some stuff, you shot 49% from three in high school? I don't even know, but I don't even remember all them stats, man. It was, that was a long time ago, but I don't even know how accurate them stats was. But I I know I shot pretty good from the three. Like, in high school, I was I was making a lot of everything, really. So I'll tell you, I saw another stat that Xavier fans will, will understand. You shot, like, 90% from the free throw line back in high school. Is that right? <laughs> well, I, know, I know that's for sure true, for sure, most definitely. Yeah, I didn't miss a lot of free throws in, in high school at all. Is that like a mental thing? Have you practiced it your whole life? You know, how, how do you end up as being one of the best free throw shooters in the country? I don't know. I feel like it's just, I feel like it's just free money. You know what I'm saying? Your scores, that's just, that's just free money. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to go out there and take your time. It is pretty, pretty mental though. I, I'll tell you that because it's a lot of dudes that can really shoot. Sometimes they struggle at free throws, but it's like, it's really just going through your routine and just mentally locking in and focusing on making the shots really. All right, great. And um, and I want to ask you: grew up in Oakland? Did you grow up a Golden State Warrior fan? Uh, I wouldn't say I grew up. I wasn't really a, a Golden State Warrior fan, but I supported them. But I grew up as a Kobe fan for real. So okay. I, I was a Kobe. Kobe, that's my favorite player. So that's fair. I, do you try and take some of his moves? Yeah, I, I mean a little bit. I couldn't take too much of it, but I just try to take his mentality how he was, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't blessed B66 and jumping out the gym and all that, but I just like how he's a killer, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I like about him the most. 
Kobe's my guy. I got to see him a few, you know, in the playoffs. My dad took me out there one year. So yeah. I was, uh, he was my inspiration. I, I have none of the skills that Kobe brought out. So. <laughs> a little different. Yeah, but Kobe was also a closer like uh, this young man that we got on the, on the program. He'd probably say the same thing about free throws. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but so he is killer. So, so like you go into you at Oakland Athletic for you know those four years. What is the recruitment like to go to a place like San Francisco? Do you know you wanted to stay close to home, or is that just where like the chips fell? Um, no, nah, I mean, I, I mean that's pretty much all what I had really. I pretty much only had one, two scholarships for real. Um, yeah, I'm, my my recruitment at high school wasn't really it wasn't it wasn't really popping kicking off like that so. I mean, I was blessed. I was fortunate enough to have a school that 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 saw something in me. Um, from San Francisco, they was there from the jump. Really, they they offered me like the beginning of my my junior year when that that summer live period and stuff. Like when I was with Team Lillard and stuff, and I I was doing my thing in AU. I was one of the leading scorers. I was leading scorer in AU, and they and they 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 really liked me so. They was there. They really I know they wanted me for sure, but that was pretty much my main offer. Um, then them in San Diego and San Diego had backed out and then I was pretty much left with San Francisco and I was like, I'm, I'm gonna go here. It's a bonus that it was close by. So I pulled up your old um, recruiting profile. <laughs> Getting ready for this. It's, you were ranked 433rd nationally coming out of high school for your year. You are all Big East first team all conference. What did they miss? <laughs> what did they get wrong about Sule? <laughs> Man, I I wish I could tell you, man. I wish I could tell you, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. This uh the same stuff that I'm doing now. I was doing in high school, doing my freshman year, high school, just the same thing. But uh, I I really couldn't tell you. Yeah. Do you want to like give them a middle finger or are you just like grateful for the chips that they gave you, you know, throw them on your shoulder? I mean, I'm actually really grateful, you know, because I mean, I mean who knows what my story would have been like if I was like hyped up and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I probably wouldn't be like the player that I am right now, really trying to continue to grow and get better. Me being in that position where I wasn't like heavily recruited and I wasn't talked about highly touted and all that. It just, it just made me want to work harder. Cause I knew deep down in my heart, I was just as good as those guys that they was talking about. I knew I could play on certain levels and stuff, but it just, it just motivated me. And just, like I said, just, kept adding to that pile. So it just motivated me to work harder all the time, each and every day, for real, really, literally. And you come out that first year in the WCC, well, your only year, and you, as a freshman, you scored 11 points a game. Yeah. What, like, what was that year like? You kind of took the league by, not like by full storm, but I mean, you, could, did you kind of prove to yourself right away that you were, you belong there? Yeah, no, I knew, I knew I belonged there. I definitely knew I belonged there. I mean, I was kind of upset how my year ended, that's why I ended up leaving. And I was a freshman, too. But uh, looking back at it, um, I probably didn't have to leave. But, you know, when you're a freshman, you think you know everything and you're not just fully mature and stuff like that. So I ended up leaving San Francisco. But um, I I went up there. I, I, I had good games. I had bad games. You know, you're a freshman. You're going to have ups and downs and stuff. But, yeah, I definitely, I definitely opened some eyes. I know that for sure. Yeah, for sure. What, uh, what was it about the end of the season there that – made you feel like you needed to leave? I mean, you don't have to get into specifics, but you just give us, you know, a general idea. 
No, nah, I mean, to be, at the beginning of the year, like, I wasn't starting or anything, but it wasn't, like, a big – it wasn't big emphasis to me because I was a freshman. I knew I had to earn my way and all that stuff. So I started coming off the bench, and I was I was doing really good coming off the bench. I think I surprised, like, my teammates and my coaches. Like, my first game, I had, like, 22 points, like, off the bench, like, as a freshman. And I know my coaches were surprised and all that stuff. And throughout the year, I was, like, the leading scorer. But um, throughout the year, like, my coach stopped playing me as much. Um, I feel like he just was rocking more with his older guys and stuff. And I was, like, getting upset with that because I felt like, you know, I felt like, honestly, in my heart, I, I felt like I was the best player. And I was proving that and stuff. But I wasn't. I wasn't getting the game as much as I would like to, and I was upset and I was mad about it. And, and I felt like me and coach, me and the coach didn't didn't see eye to eye like that. So I ended up leaving. Um, but me and him, we cool, you know, me and him, we cool. We we joke about it, laugh about it and stuff. And I was just a young fresh I was a freshman, man. So and I was like, oh man, I don't like I'm 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 about to go. I'm about to go. I don't I don't like it here and stuff, but uh I feel like everything happens for a reason and and, and that's what had happened. And what about the WCC? I want to just kind of relate it back to um, the Big East a little bit. I know they have some really prominent teams like Gonzaga and St. Mary's and stuff. Any comparison to what you're seeing in the Big East? Did that kind of prepare you playing that high level? Like, you know, like Gonzaga, who's been good forever. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I played really good teams throughout my – before, even before, before I got here. I played Gonzaga my freshman year. They had, they had Perkins. They had uh, – who did they have? They had a lot. They had a lot of good. I can't remember everybody. They had Zach Norville, um, Hachimura was on that team. I played against. I played against a lot of dudes on there. They was really good. St. Mary's is always good every year. Mm. I played against them like four times. I played against them when I was at UTEP too. Um, and yeah, the West Coast Conference is not no easy conference. Like it was, it was some, it's some good teams, good coaches, good players in there. So um, it's definitely one of the better mid major conferences for sure. And then you leave and you enter the transfer portal kind of before it got popular. Um, can you talk about that experience? You know, who who were you hearing from? Who were you looking at once you were in the portal? And then you had to sit out a year. What was that like? Um, like when I when I when I originally uh, entered the transfer portal, it wasn't it wasn't the portal portal how it is now. Um, but uh, I I expected my recruitment to be much heavier than what it was because I feel like I proved myself a little bit, you know what I'm saying. So I thought a coach would take notice of that, but um to me it it didn't even it wasn't it wasn't as popping like I thought it would like I thought it was gonna be. Um, I had like a lot of local schools towards like um towards the West Coast. I didn't really have like many high majors. I didn't have high majors like that at all. Um, I had like UTEP, um, Hawaii, like Cal State Fullerton. It was a lot of schools on the West Coast, and um, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't really much like I thought it would have been. But um, I ended up going to UTEP. Coach Terry got there. He was a new coach there. They was rebuilding. He, he he that was his first time there. He was trying to bring all these transfers and all that. So I was like, okay, this is the perfect spot. This would be good. It's not too far from home either. You know, it's like a three hour flight. So I was like, okay, this might this this this. I was feeling like this could be the spot for me. When you had to sit out for the year, because again, this is before that, were you with the team? Did you like go to UTEP and like, you know, get in and practice with the team? Do you think that yeah. yeah. So I went there. I, I was with the team. I practiced every day. Like it was me and other like four other players that all went out and sat there, sat out. It was me, Bryson Williams with the Texas Tech. He was a really good player. Anthony Tark, Titus Verhoeven at, at Northwestern. Uh 
and we had a few other players, but our scout team, we probably was just the nicest scout team in the country, like literally. But um, yeah, I was practicing every day, just going to class. We was watching games and stuff. Uh, I use that year just to work on my game, just getting in the, in the gym all the time, and yeah, I feel like I feel like um, like I said, I feel like everything happened for a reason. It ended up working in my favor because if I didn't do that, then I wouldn't be able to come to Xavier. So, and yeah. and you rip up Conference USA right away. I mean, you come in twelve points per game, eighteen points per game, nineteen points per game. I mean, you bona fide scorer from day one, and and your assist went up every season too. Was that an emphasis? Um, yeah. from the culture from you that you were trying to look. Yeah, I feel like um, even that first year when I came back, I was like I was rushed. Like that was hard. Like I was rushed. My my that was my lowest my ever three points percentage ever been. Like I was missing everything. Like me sitting out of here, I felt like it, it kind of when I came back to playing, I felt like I had to get back a rhythm of playing in a real game again. So I started off very very slow shooting the ball. And uh, most of those years when I was um, playing, like, I was always off the ball. So it's like I didn't always have the opportunity to make plays for my teammates. I would, though, here and there. But um, I wasn't always in that position to uh, be the primary ball handler and stuff. So now that I'm here, I, you know, people say, oh, he can't pass or he selfish. He just trying to score or whatever. But it's never really been that. It's just been the position that I'm in. And it's a – you know, and it's really interesting you say that because I remember – you know, when I was watching your tape during the summer, one of the big questions was, he's not a ball handler, you know, he's a two-guard. Is he going to be able to run the point for Xavier because that's what they need? Um, but it sounds like that that was never a concern for you. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I know. Everybody Everybody was saying, like, oh, yeah, he's not a point guard. He's not going to be able to play point guard in the Big East and stuff. But um, I knew – I didn't really worry about I didn't really listen to that at all. Like, I knew, like – I knew that's why I wanted to leave uh, uh, UTEP so I could go somewhere where I could be able to be a point guard, so I could run a team and scoring in buckets. And that's what the game is now. You know what I'm saying? It's not guards. It's point guards not being out there just passing the ball around all, all the time. You got to be able to score. You got to be able to shoot, make plays off the bounce for yourself and your teammates. So, uh, I mean, I knew I could do that. I just knew I just wasn't in that position. And Coach Miller, he he said I, that was going to be, be my role. So, I knew I knew I was ready for it, and yeah, yeah. Is it the role you played like on your high school teams, on your AAU teams? Or is this yeah, your I mean, first time as a lead guard? Uh, this pretty much really like my first time, like really like sue you the one, like sue you the one, like always in my career. Like I was such a natural and gifted scorer. I'd say like my coaches was just automatically like they just sue like just get buckets, like um get buckets, go get buckets. In my high school team, I was. I was mostly the two, but here and there, I'll just bring the ball up and stuff and make plays. But I had other people that, that couldn't score as well as me, like, you know what I'm saying, get us in sets and stuff. So um, I felt like that was another thing that kind of not hindered my recruiting, but um, it definitely played a part in it. But most m mostly all the other spots that I've been at, I was primarily starting at the two for sure. And Sula, you, you talked a little bit about Sean Miller's pitch and everything like that. There's a. I have a question because you you have played quite a few years of college basketball now. Did you have to leave UTEP? Like, were you eligibility? Because I know you're a grad transfer now, technically. Or did you choose to transfer to Xavier? Um, if you could just clear that up. No, nah, yeah, I could have stayed at UTEP. I could have stayed at UTEP. Um, I know a lot of people in my corner was uh, expecting me to leave after my second year there, but I was like, nah, like I wanted to stay. When Coach Terry left and went to Texas, the People thought I was going to leave and 
But I was like, nah, I want to stay. I want to really try and really do something, win there. Because um, I just love the city. I love the school. I love the people there. And then I gave him one more shot with Coach Golden. He was an amazing coach. And we did some good things. We won 20 games there. We we we, we was going in the right direction. So, I mean, I feel like after that year, I felt like it was time. I graduated. That was the year I graduated. I just felt like it was it was time for me to, you know, uh, move on and try to go go play high major. Well, I didn't know where it was gonna be, but I knew it was time for me, for me to go on play high major and be in that spotlight. And this time, when you went to the transfer portal, I'm guessing the phone rang a little bit more, right? Yeah, it rang a lot more. The most, the most has ever rang in my life. <laughs> yeah. And what is and what what Sean Miller recruits you? Did an assistant recruit you? How did how did Sean Miller convince you to go to Cincinnati? Uh, it was it it was. The whole coaching staff pretty much recruited David Miller, Adam Cohen. He was the really the main one. Me and him really locked in. Really locked in. Coach Miller, he we talked all the time. I mean, it was out of all out of all the spots I could have went to, this was the perfect spot for me. Like I knew it. Like I knew it. And what did he pitch to you? What did he tell you your role would be? I mean, he told me like I'm going. I'm going to come. I'm going to be the point guard. Um, I'm going to be the point guard. I'm going to have a ball in my hands. Like it's gonna be, you gonna play, you gonna play, you gonna play this, you gonna play this amount of minutes, you gonna play the game, you gonna play the whole game. Like we already got guys here. We need a point guard. We need somebody to come. Be the point guard. Forty minutes this week uh, during one game, so I guess that came true. Yeah, <laughs> and it must be easy for him. The way that you guys play just seems perfectly suited for you. I mean, the up yeah. and down, the three point shooting. I mean, did did he talk about any of the style that you guys were gonna play with? Uh, he, I don't even really remember, but I knew I knew that they were like playing more of an up tempo, uh, style. They were like saying him coming back. He implemented a new style. He wanted to play, uh, like our flow offense and pushing the pace and stuff. And that's 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 my game. Like getting up and down, getting up and down, playing off concept, shooting threes and stuff, and having other guys I can play off of and play with. Um, so yeah. Now you get to the Big East. What's the biggest difference between Big East and Conference USA? Man, it's just it's a lot different. <laughs> it's a lot different, man. Um, just the every every arena, every arena we played in, it was it was, we we got that best crowd because we we was we were sitting at the one one spot, two spot. We was pretty much the one spot throughout the whole year. So every time we went to arena, they brought their best crowd. They the players was amped up. Everybody was amped up to play, and those be the best times. I love I love those games. I love those games. Um, just the physicality. They don't call a lot of fouls for sure, but they call more fouls than I thought they was gonna call. But it is physical for sure. Just the size. This is a lot. It's a lot different. But Conference USA is definitely talented. But um, I say those are the main differences for sure. So you felt you got a tighter whistle at Conference USA than the Big East. You conference USA, no nah, conference USA. They call more fouls for, for okay. sure, for sure. But um, the Big East, they call more fouls. They call more fouls than I expected to because people was talking about how it's so physical and all this and all that. But they still call fouls. It was it was some fouls, some ticky tack fouls, some unnecessary fouls. <laughs> they be calling like crazy stuff. But uh, yeah. I think Kunkel would agree with that this week. Um, yeah, he did that every week. <laughs> and then you come you come into the Xavier team that's kind of an older team. Was it easier to, you know, gel together when you have someone like Kunkel and Jones and Fremantle and Nunji 
all upperclassmen who've all played together. Was it easy to just insert yourself right into that lineup? I mean, it definitely was because those dudes are are naturally talented. All all of them are talented as hell. Um, me being an older guy, you know what I'm saying? I know I know the ins and outs of college. I know how games go. I know how practice and stuff go. So and and they're on the same page as me. So it was easy to implement myself with them and. We all knew we all knew what we had to do, and we've been around the block, so it wasn't nothing too crazy for us to handle. And you guys jumped right in. You played one of the toughest non-conferences of anybody in the Big East. You guys had Indiana, Duke, Gonzaga, West Virginia. I thought you were six. done playing Gonzaga. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what Charles was telling me, too, when we played them. But what, how much do you think that helped you guys um, get to where you are now that you, you challenged yourself so early? Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I, it definitely, it definitely helped us because we've been from the beginning of the year, we've been in a lot of tight, close games, hard fought games against talented teams, very talented teams. So, man, we played in the PK, we played Indiana, West Virginia, we played all those teams. So, I mean, it wasn't a team that we pretty much didn't play. So, I mean, when we got to the Big East, we was playing against good teams in tough environments. We was ready. We was we was ready for those moments because we we. We went through them the whole year. We learned from losses, close losses that we that we had, and it just got us ready. I feel like that was a big reason why we was able to be should have been first place, but we got second place. But um, I feel like that was a big reason why why we had a very successful season. Yeah, and Sule, one of I mean one of your biggest strengths, which we've already talked about, that free throw shooting. You kind of got the reputation of being the guy, you know, down the stretch with how many free throws you were hitting to close them out. Harder to hit those free throws and you know, the crazy environment, or are you just going, you know, into your own zone there? Um, yeah, I mean, I be, I feel like I'll be in that zone all the time when I'm at the free throw line, especially in the end. Like, it's got to make them because this, this free throws win you games. I mean, you leave points on the board, that's just giving a – that's like a turnover, really. When you miss one or two free throws, like a turnover. There's other team going back down, and they, they about to get something ready to score on you. So, I mean – Something that I've been doing, and uh, you know, I pride myself on, and me and my team coaches know that. So yeah. And we just got the news the other day that Zach Fremantle is out for the rest of the season. Obviously, he hasn't played in about a month. Um, can you talk about like how you know how that affected you guys as a group? You know, Jerome Hunter stepping up. Can you talk about that situation? Yeah, man. It was after the Creighton game. After the Creighton game, when we got smacked up there, we played at Creighton. Fremantle, he's like his his foot was hurting, bothering him a little bit, so he had to get checked out. And pretty much since then, we we was without him, man. We got the news and stuff, and we was like we was devastated for him. We were sad for him. Um, we knew we thought it was a possibility he come, could come back. We didn't think initially like, oh, he's done, he's done for sure for the season. Like we had perspective in our head that we're gonna come back, so we had to adjust. We had to we had to come together. We we didn't want to just one of our best players on our team went out. We didn't want to just turn the cheek and be like, okay, our season is done. Like, we don't got Zach. We, don't, we, we can't do it no more. We want to just – we wanted to come together even closer. And Coach knew that. Coach challenged us. He didn't let us fold. And the us having older guys on the team like me, Kobe, AK, Jack, like, we took it. We took full responsibility of coming together and making sure that we didn't sink ship. And I feel like we did, you know. So, yeah. And what's his mood like? I know you don't want to talk about, you know, for him, but is he – he in good spirits. He's your biggest cheerleader right now on the sideline. Yeah, Zach. He definitely supports us. He wants to see us do good, and he wants to see us go far. And wants to see us want to see us win. And he's our brother, man. He's here for us. We're here for him. And and yeah. All right. We are so grateful that Sully Boom 
has joined us for this interview. Stick around after this short break to hear Suli talk about Xavier's 2-0 week. Okay, Big East fans, we need to take time to shout out the best sponsor for our first year, Diamore Designs. They are your go-to place for custom mugs, custom shirts, custom hats, custom hoodies, jerseys. You have to order through them. Go through their website. Go through anything that we have um, in their bios. Locally, family store, the absolute best. They're the best in the business. Any custom apparel that you want, you want to get your squad looking right, you want to get the crew rolling together in the same shirts, same hats, go to Diamore Designs, contact them, and they'll put it all together for you. And we couldn't be happier to have worked with a, you know, a sponsor in our first year of doing this. So you guys have shown us love all year. Go show them some love. Diamore Designs on Instagram. Diamore Designs on our bio. Diamore Designs on the web. You know what to do. Double D. All right, Big East fans. We thought who better to talk about Xavier's 2-0 week than Sule Boom. Sule Boom, you played Providence and went absolutely off. 33 points, 11 of 19. You hit four threes. The amp isn't an easy place to play. How did you guys psych up for a game like that? Oh, uh, man, we know it was a very, very big game. We lost we lost, a, we lost, lost a tough one at Marquette on the road, so we knew that we wanted to come. I feel like that loss, it got us really ready for this. We came in with the right mindset. Uh, the dudes, we was fired up. We came out for the jump, and we was – we was on business and we just came ready to play. Our defense was tight. We was we was connected and um, we went up there and got it done. And you guys, you gave Providence their first loss at home. You beat UConn at Gamble in you know a pretty crazy environment. What is it about the Xavier team that makes them so good on the road in hostile environments? I mean, those. I feel like we, I feel like again. I feel like we was battle tested early through the year because. Bro, one of our first road games was at UC. And that game probably was one of the loudest games that we've been in. And um I feel like we just we got we got older guys on our team and we, we battle tested. Um and we live for those moments. And me being one of the leaders and vocal guys on the team, I tell our guys all the time, like, like let's go. Like we we live for these moments. I feel like road games are more fun than home games, to be honest, because like everybody's against you and they want to see fail. And it's like it's it's nothing better than than hushing the crowd and, and leaving with a victory. So, I mean, I feel like on the road we'd be locked in. We come out, we come out ready, and we just we just try to we just try to steal one on the road all the time. And that dribble handoff with uh, you, you against Providence, how many times was that going to work before they stopped it? Man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but it it was working, and uh, yeah. <laughs> now is that something you're calling, or is that something Miller's calling? I mean, that's just all that's just that's just all you know within our offense. You know what I'm saying? Like see, like people can't like how, how our offense is, it's like everything is not a set play. So it's like a team think they could be guarding something, but there's always a, a counter to something. So that's why that's why our offense has been at the top um throughout throughout this whole year. Cause it's like there's so many ways we can hurt teams inside out. Uh, duck ins, duck draw. This is so much. This is so much, and it's like teams can't really guard everything, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but they do go to zone about late in the first half and early into the second half, and they slowed you guys down a little bit. What What are you thinking? I feel like every team does that to us. Like when we go on runs, when we get hot, like 
they go to a zone because they can't guard us. It's like UConn did that. When we play that UConn's like all the, all these teams they do that all the time. Like when we get hot, but um, it definitely kind of throws our rhythm off. I'm not gonna lie to you, um, but a lot of that times we get great looks. Like we get great looks. Um, we just we just wasn't converting all the time, but um. That happens to a lot, but I feel like we're a good enough team. And then once we get once we get one, we see one, and we start going, we start getting them going in the zone. It's like we can break that zone up. I feel like teams can't really zone us because we can shoot. We got dudes that can drive, dudes can score in the paint. So it's like I feel like no team should be zoning us. And once we score one or two, it's like they get out of that too. And so one of the big uh, debates on Providence, you know, fans right now is whether or not you guys had broken down the zone. So let me get your take. When they went away from zone, did you feel like it's because you were comfortable at that point? Uh, I feel like in the beginning, in the in the first when they start going in the first half, late first half, like we wasn't we wasn't we was getting great looks. We just wasn't converting. Like we had layups, we had lobs, putbacks. Like we just ain't finished. And then the second half, like. We we were scoring like we we just watched film on that today like we were, we were scoring on that zone like they stayed in it they didn't they didn't have a chance with that and they had to go back so like you you kind of went off your th- you have thirty three points and I was I rewatched this game later and it seemed like you had them all in the first thirty minutes like you went off for those yeah. then Colby Jones gets twenty nine points is there are you challenging each other in the huddle like. You got to get to thirty now too, Colby. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, Colby, that's my boy, man. Uh, it's like even when I was going off in the first half, he, 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 he keep coming up to me, telling like, keep going, so they can't guard you, like they can't guard you. Ooh. And then so it's like second half, I'm, I'm, I'm hot, I'm still hot, I'm hitting a couple of shots, and, and I do the same thing. You know, like we uplift each other when he hit a shot or he get an one drive. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm right there with him. I'm like, let's go, Colby. They, they not messing with you. Like, let's keep going. Like, let's keep going. So it's like stuff like that. We just feed off each other, fuel, fuel each other up. And, you know, I feel like when we get in that mode, it's, it's, it's tough for a lot of opposing teams. And it looks so effortless for both of you. Like, you really weren't forcing shots. You know, yeah. it really was in the in the rhythm of the offense. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's not how we play, you know. Cove not like that. I'm not like that. So I feel like it, it all, a lot of times it looked effortless because, you know what I'm saying, we don't really – Force the issues a lot. We don't got to because we got so many good players around us. It's like we just, we just, we just all try to share the ball and let it, let it, let it flow. And then you play. You go to move on to Butler. Your last game of the season. Was it emotional at all knowing that this is your last game of college basketball or last regular season game? You have a lot more college basketball. Let me be clear, Xavier fans. Yeah. <laughs> you have a lot more. But was it emotional at all knowing that was your last game at the Centos Center? Yeah, it was definitely a most of my experience. Uh, I love playing in Centos, uh, my last regular season home game there. Um, it felt good. Um, I had a senior night at UTEP, so I wasn't I wasn't too emotional because I kind of went through that experience kind of already. But um, being in a new spot, uh, meeting a lot of new people, I know how much the fan base appreciate me. They was telling me throughout the whole day pretty much, and I just got appreciation for them, um, this whole university. So it was definitely um, – a warm, a warm welcome and goodbye. Uh, but uh, it was it was a great it was a great day. It was a great day, and we won. So it was no better no better send off. And this was a bit of a revenge game for you guys, uh, getting yeah. even with Butler. Now yeah. I know after the Butler game, Miller uh, Coach Miller spoke about their switching defense and how much trouble that had given you. How did yeah. you guys attack it in this game to have more success? Yeah, in the first game we kind of like uh we just playing kind of. It's like slow with their 
with their, with their switches. Like when we come off, it was like because a lot of teams they don't really switch us. So when they were switching us, we were kind of playing slow, like we were in mud. We wasn't moving with that pace like we normally did. In this game, like we made an emphasis, like we gonna we like we don't care if they switching, like we gonna still have our pace and that we normally play with. Um, they sent a lot of guys back. They sent a lot of guys back in transition. Um. And stuff. So we just try to play with that place. When we got in the half court, when we got in the on fast breaks and all that. So that's that was an emphasis, and I feel like that really was the difference in this game and why we won. You know, I feel like we made more free throws. We feel like we, the 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 we would have won by much more. And and no crazy calls at the end of the game. Yeah, no goaltenders, no goaltender calls, man. I, I was gonna ask. That wasn't a goaltend, right? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> But we didn't get we didn't get back on defense. Our 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 defense it wasn't even transition. We didn't get back. We that again we learned from that too. Um, we wasn't all bad. Coach ripped us about that. It was it was, it was that was that was that was a tough film session the next day. But um, yeah, that was not a goal team though. What's your uh, what's the prediction for the Savior team? Regular season's over. How far are you going? <laughs> How far are we going? What in the biggest tournament of March Madness? Oh. Man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to the championship game. I'm trying to win it. We trying to win the championship game, for sure. And I feel like, um, I feel like with Fremantle going down and us weathering that storm, weathering that battle, um, being tested in tough environments, I feel like, I feel like we know what we we capable of, and I feel like we know the job can still get done. It's gonna be tougher, but I, I think that we know the job can still get done. And and March Madness is special. This is my first March Madness. Um, it's a lot of guys on our team. Most, mostly everybody besides AK. Um, we trying to, we trying to go all the way. We trying to do something special that's never been done here before. So we trying to, we trying to go all the way, man. Love that, Sulek. What a pleasure it is to have you on, listeners. Make sure you check out the full length interview so you can hear the lightning round coming up next. All right, Big East Barroom fans, we are gonna be joined by Sulek Boom again. For a quick little lightning round on uh, some of the more fun things about the Xavier season and Xavier in general. So, Rye, you want to take it? You want to go for it? You guys are doing a dunk contest. Xavier team, who wins? Dunk contest, who wins? I say Kiki Tandy. That's what Colby Jones told us. <laughs> Kiki Tandy. All right, Sule, who's coming in second to you in a three-point contest? Who coming in second to me? I say, oh, that's probably Jack or AK. Uh, uh, I give it. To, I I I give it to. I give it to. I give it to Jack. Okay. Hey, I think that was surprise. I think Kobe gave it to himself as well, though. <laughs> Kobe said he the best shooter. I I believe he did. I think he said. I think he might have said you were first, but he was second. <laughs> funny. Who's putting up the most weight during training? Who's putting up the most weight? Mm. Uh putting up the most weight. I say probably probably Jer- Jerome Jerome or Jerome or Kobe. Jerome or Kobe, one of them two. Um Best road arena you've played in. I guess you can go for Conference USA, WCC, Big East, which whichever. Big East best road arena. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go off this year. Uh, best best road. I'll say UConn was the best this year. We were there, so where 
<laughs> oh, y'all, that it got loud, huh? It it was like shaking at points. Um, it was got loud in there. They wanted to win that game bad. I was impressed at how you guys just kind of yeah weathered that storm. I was I didn't think in the you know when it got to that point, I was like the momentum's all there, and you guys really weathered that. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. If you guys are playing twos at the park, you got to pick somebody from your team. Who are you going with? If I got to play at the park? Yeah. I got to pick one person? Yeah, you're going to play twos. I got to play. I'm going to pick Kobe. Kobe? I'm going to pick Kobe. Uh, so like, who, who Kobe pick? Who Kobe pick? <laughs> I think he picked AK. I think he picked AK. Yeah, he did. Oh, uh, they butt buddies. That's why. <laughs> he picked AK. <laughs> Sule, what's harder, your master's degree or bachelor's degree? Bachelor's degree. I said the same thing. <laughs> if you didn't get the chance to play for Coach Miller you were and you were playing for a different Big East coach, who would you want to play for? Oh, uh, a different Big East coach than not Sean Miller? Yeah. I think I'm going to have to uh, go uh, McDermott. Okay. Why McDermott? Cause I I like how I like how they play. They kind of play similar to similar to us. They get up and down. They shoot threes, let it fly. Yeah, I can imagine you letting it fly. Yeah, so I, I like I like I like how they play. I I I'll probably want to play for them because I like their style. Um, Sula, you've had some incredible years of your career. Is this the best year of your career? Uh, for sure. I feel like for sure this is the best year of my career, my college career. I feel like each I feel like each year of my college career I got better, whether um statistically, um just and throughout my whole game, I feel like each year I got better. And I feel like this being my last year, um playing on the biggest stage, playing against the best competition and probably the second best conference in the in the country. Um I feel like I proved that I, I showed that. So I definitely say that this is my best year for sure. What NBA player do you think? your game resembles the most? Um, I say, I say like probably like Dennis Schroeder. I feel like I'm a better shooter. I feel like I'm a better shooter than him though. Uh, I feel like Dennis Schroeder, uh, Emmanuel Quickly, Kimball Walker, dudes like that. I ain't talking Big East legends. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the best 2K player on the team? Me, I'm the best 2K player on the team. <laughs> Who's your squad? You going randoms or you got a squad? I get randoms. I get whoever. <laughs> I get whoever on 2K. All right. Who's the worst 2K? I really be on the park, though. I really be on the park. Oh, okay. Who's yeah. the worst 2K player on the team, man? The worst 2K player? Kobe. <laughs> Probably the worst 2K player. <laughs> Kobe's the worst 2K player. I'll smack them. What's the biggest shot you've hit in your career? The biggest shot I've hit in my career. I don't know if I hit really big or big shot. I I, don't, I never had no game winner in college or nothing. I don't really I really don't know the answer to that one. You've hit some pretty big shots this year, I'd say. Yeah. How many Sean Miller sound bites do you get every day of him just saying absurd things like "Don't take effed up shots" and all that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was funny because because he he don't even really be saying like "Don't take effed up shots" like that. His is like. Like he say, like he say, like come on, let's get it going, share the ball. The ball has energy and stuff. But like that, that day he said it is like people took it and ran with it. It was funny, and it was funny how he said it too. So I saw the replay of it, but he don't really be saying he don't really be saying that too much like that. I feel like our team, you know, was a good shot, was a bad shot. So 
and we older, so we we know the difference between that. All right, Sulane. And our last question, floor is yours. Take as much time as you want. What's one thing you want to say to Xavier fans listening right now? Man, I just appreciate all the Xavier fans for welcoming me, welcoming, welcoming me. Um, it's been a hell of a ride. Um, we not done. We're going to try to keep this thing rolling in New York and in the uh, March Madness tournament. Uh, I'm glad that I was able to get back there this year. I know we ain't been in a minute. Um, even though this is my just – probably I ain't even been here years. Um, I'm just – had so many memories, met so many new people. I appreciate everybody. I wish I'd probably been here. I wish I had the chance to been, been come here. But um, it was just a blessing to come here. And we got the best fan, one of the best fans in the country, best fans in the Big East. Um, Centos was a, a great place to play in. And um, we're gonna do our best for y'all. We're gonna leave it out all on the floor, and we're we gonna we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna leave it all out there, play the best of our abilities for sure. We're looking forward to the Big East tournament and watching you play. Before we let Sule go, I just want to make sure that everyone understands. Go get your Sule Boom shirt, Xavier Bookstore. Check it out. You want to be the cool guy at Madison Square Garden walking around with the Sule Boom shirt. So yeah, you do, you do. They for sure do. <laughs> trying to hear booms, booms in the garden. That's gonna hit different. The great thing about your last name is you won't know if they're booing you or not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no. Sule. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Sule is going to be on our Madison's our quick tournament preview. So make sure you keep listening for him.